Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, this is Ryan Fraser. This is Troy Daly. This is Gus Boyet. This is Don Hutchison. This is Jürgen Klopp, and you're listening to The Big Interview with Graham Hunter. Thank you, Jürgen. I travel to all these interviews from Barcelona, and our socios, our beloved members, keep us on the road. This independent podcast wouldn't happen without them. Please go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter right now to join us, to become a socio, and to get every interview we produce without adverts and before it goes out on the main feed, plus lots of bonus content, including the chance to put questions to our guests and to me via the monthly Q&A. So do please go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter and join the club and get your family and friends to do so. Maybe even strangers in the street. Love you. Welcome back to our big interview icons series. If you're a regular, you'll be fully accustomed to the idea that we've decided to shine a light on a legend whose name has lit up some of the conversations that we've had with our guests over the years. This episode focuses on a young buck, somebody of promise, by the name of Guardiola, Joseph Pep Guardiola. Former England defender, if I remember correctly, was interview number 100 on the big interview, Rio Ferdinand, reflects on Manchester United's two Champions League final defeats to Pep's Barcelona. Ferdinand knows that United could and should have done better, but he's generous enough to wax lyrical about Pep's genius. The pain that Guardiola wasn't brought in to manage at Old Trafford is evident. We know Pep would have been the perfect fit. We also know now, to Rio's great discomfort, that nobody lifted a finger to make it happen. Germany midfielder Ilkay Gundogan loves playing for Guardiola at Manchester City. When plying his trade for Borussia Dortmund, Ilkay dreamed of performing under the Catalan, who was then at Barcelona. Finally, Pep arrived in Germany to manage Bayern Munich. He once gave Ilkay a nudge in the tunnel before a match, which Gundogan took to be a little sign of approval, I think at least. And perhaps from that moment, it was destiny that the two would work together, as they do now, in England. It was incredibly tough taking on Pep's Bayern. They always had an answer to whatever Tuchel or Klopp could throw at them for Dortmund. And apparently, they always felt as if you ended up having to adapt to Pep's game plan rather than impose your own. Performing for Guardiola is intense. He's not an easy man all the time. In fact, most of the time he's not. But ultimately, if you perform for him, he'll have your back. And he adheres to an almost familial sense of personal loyalty. So long as you're on side too. Namesake and Liverpool assistant manager Pep Linders recognises the importance of fellow Dutchman Johan Cruyff and Pep Guardiola's rise to success, indeed greatness, at Barcelona. 
Linders considers Guardiola as one of the best coaches ever because he's a master at drilling teams to their maximum potential in training, but does so while never impeding the individual class of great players. That's a hard balance to achieve. When Guardiola took over at Barca B in 2007, he quickly snapped up the services of experienced Catalan coach Dominic Torrent. Soon, Pep was managing Barcelona's first team and Dominic was alongside him as one of his most trusted lieutenants. For a couple of weeks they endured a sticky start, but the Golden Barca era soon dawned. And Dominic Torrent gives us engrossing insights into what it was like behind the scenes and how the coaches perfected the team's build-up play and high-pressing game. Your icon today, ladies and gentlemen, is Pep Guardiola. the first probably 10-15 minutes of the first game in Rome we just didn't compete with them at all they were just head and shoulders above us it's, I don't know it's weird it's just we just didn't give the best account of ourselves in them games at all we couldn't the, the, he's gone to the other side we're closing now Rio but Pep I know always expected Manchester United to approach him when Sir Alex went Pep was keen to, to coach Manchester United um, as now a, I suppose a converted fan do you find it a little bit frustrating that United didn't go? I tell you, who we're having. I tell you, as soon as he's leaving Bayern Munich, as soon as he's leaving Barcelona, does that frustrate you a little bit? Because apart from what he's got, got on to show in England, he's got everything that United needed. Yeah, yeah. He's the only person that I feel we should have gone for, Pep. He's the, like at the time. You can talk about Klopp now and everything, but that's later, that was later and stuff. But at the time when Sir Alex Ferguson left, there was only one person who we should have been going for or we should have been preparing to have um, at some point, and that's him. And it was just, for whatever reason, it didn't happen. Unfortunately, he's gone to our biggest rivals next door and, and, and gone and done what he's done. He's just been formidable in what he's done up until this season. We talk about someone who's a maverick. He's a genius, he's a maverick, he's a, he's a, he's a, he pushes the envelope with his tactics he never settles and rests on his laurels of what he's doing he's always looking for another extra percentage or an extra element that he can bring to the game that's different but also remains a success just the instance of playing the two fullbacks in the pitch never been done really by anyone in recent history at all and just bring something new to the game that, that, that people didn't see before from the Barcelona team playing ridiculous possession football with a with a with a, a knife edge to it or to again tactically just shaping a team up that you think wow that's very different to what I've ever seen but that Barca team when you look at it you've got probably Busquets Xavi Iniesta Messi four of probably if you was doing a Ballon d'Or that year four of the five top five players in that Ballon d'Or list it would have been if you was asking every player it would have been that and then you've got Pedro on there you've got David Villa Jamino, a great goal scorer. Daniel Alves, best right back in the world. Do you know what I mean? So they, 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 we didn't lose to, to no mugs. They were a, a great team. And that you look at that midfield, it's the best midfield you, you're going to get for cohesiveness, for understanding, tactical nous, for quality, for, 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 for brains, for intelligence, for execution, for, for hitting the right note on big moments at the right times of games masterclass in terms of controlling the tempo of games and the, the way that they can interchange position-wise 
is, is with everything you'd want in a midfield. a small risk because we have sponsors Pet365 who support us all the time and keep us moving it, when there is no COVID we, we fly around Europe to interview guests they've asked us to ask you to describe Pep Guardiola in three words now please you can choose three Turkish words three German words or three English words but, but please so long as you translate the ones if you choose it in your in your mother tongues so first word would be probably genius because I've never I've never worked with a manager who's so much into all the details of the game, who's able to have such an influence during a game, who's able to improve all the different players that he has worked with. And I mean, I know not just myself, I know also a lot of players who have worked with him in the past and he might be not the easiest of characters, but who is, who is really? Um, and the, after that I come to my second word um, but everywhere he was when you talk with the players that he worked with every player just admired to to work with him to learn from him and um, he improved I think every team he worked he worked in and also all the players he worked with so he's He's so influential. He's just amazing. And also the, the amount of titles he won, this, they, they just they just proved this. Second one is intense. Um, and he is very intense. He is, um, as I said before, um, it might not be always easy, not, not just with him, generally um, what he wants from you, what he demands, uh, what you need to deliver on the pitch. Um, but... It's never easy when you wanna when you wanna be the best. So um, when you're competitive, and um, you want to reach your maximum maximum level, and um, you wanna get as good as possible, um, it needs to be intense. It needs to be difficult. Um, so it's very challenging, but really in a positive way. And the third word to describe him for me would be kind of family because I feel really close to him. I had a lot of downs with him, but also a lot of ups. Um, I won with him. I lost with him. I know that family in general, people around him, friends, which he considers also family as someone who's from Spain, you know, with that culture who, um, you know, is very um, close with people, with his people. Um, I know that this this is for him also very important, and um, he has he has mentioned also a few times also uh, in the media. You know, um, when David Silva as an example had issues with his family going on, um, family is always number one for him. Um, and sometimes I try to look at him not just as a manager, also as a friend, as someone from the family, um, and. Um, Yeah, I would consider myself really close to him um, and I really appreciate that because he's not just an incredible manager, he's also a great human being to me. I, I think, honestly, no, no flattery. It, it tells something to our listeners that you're a special man because if you say, I work with, I work for an intense genius and the third word, which you can explain also is family and friend, 
that says something about the other half of the relationship. And now I have to talk about the other half of the relationship because you said an extraordinary thing a couple of months ago. I want to talk about the nudge. You're playing for Dortmund. You're playing against Pep Guardiola's Bayern Munich. Now, I know from the first time I met Tuchel was in Berlin and he was the Dortmund manager and he was giving a big, a big uh, workshop to the Aspire Academy and he said... I played Pep Guardiola's Bayern Munich last week and it's hell. I come up with this idea, he comes up with that idea and you talked about running around trying to compete against a matrix of players playing in a different way, in a different level. Competing and trying to figure it out. But in the, in the tunnel before a game, he just gives you a nudge. Just a little nudge. And I like detail, I love that. And, and you, because you open up about yourself, you said... Could I play for him? I wonder. And he said to Chiki Bagiristein, this is the number one guy. So let's go back to the nudge. And why did you remember that? I think mainly I remembered it because for me, he was he was someone who I just admired. Like, especially watching his Barcelona side, you know, and I was still a teenager back then, watching his Barcelona sides play. Um playing not just with that success, you know, lifting all these trophies, just also the way they were playing, you know. Um, I just, like, for me, it was always, when he was there, my biggest dream ever was to play in that side. Um, I think I was just, I don't know, 17, 18, 19 maybe, I was, uh, or 20. Um, but it was just, uh, it was so far away. But uh, that was just incredible, just to watch, you know, them playing. I... I don't know. I just, I just loved it so much. And then um, he came to the Bundesliga. It was exciting. We faced them many, many times. It was, as you, as you said it, it was always so, so difficult to play against this side um, because you thought they always have a plan, um, and their plan is always better than the actual plan that you have. So they always have an answer for, for your plan. And then instead of them adapting to your plan, you always you're always forced to adapt to their plan. Um, and let's be honest, we beat them maybe a couple of times in in in, in numerous of games, but we, we we never really deserved it. I remember especially one game; it was a it was a cup semi final, um, and over 120 minutes they they destroyed us. Like I think they had possession of. 60, 70% maybe. They had so many chances. Um, and the game finished um, a draw after 120 minutes. I don't know if it, if it was 0-0 or 1-1. And then we went into penalties and we beat them on penalties because I think they slipped, two of their players slipped a couple of times. They missed penalties uh, and we beat them. And we were so happy afterwards in the, in the dressing room, obviously, because we, we went into the final. But... Um, I was sitting there and just asking myself, how did we win this game? It was just, it was just incredible. Um, yeah, and you know, the older I got, the more my mindset changed a little bit. Um, and this is also something I think he taught me. Obviously, passively when I was playing against him and then actively when I was playing for him and working, starting to work with him, that I can be even happy after a game that I that I lose or, I, or that I don't win. I can because the moment the referee blows his final whistle, 
I exactly know if I was able to deliver in that moment, in that match, everything I had or not. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When was the first time in your life you realised that you shared, uh, a, not a nickname, but I mean, Pep is Josep. So, like, Pepine is shortened to Pep. Pep Guardiola is Josep. When you were a kid or a young adult, when's the first time you realised, whoa, me and Guardiola have the same affection name? Uh, what we have in common is our is our belief in... Uh in a way of play, I think, that you can achieve a lot with that dedicated, like, specific team training, uh, probably. Um, so he inspired um, the world with his Barca team. Uh, so also he inspired me, of course, in terms of the dynamics of the offensive uh, football, uh, the, the ability of each individual, the technical ability of each individual, and how he puts that, because it came really close to uh, one of... Uh, the main guys uh, I grew up with is uh, Johan Cruyff. So um, Johan Cruyff, he had the capacity to change that club. Uh, so there's a big uh, uh, affinition, affinition, you say, affinition between uh, Dutch people and Barca, of course. So he had like the capacity to change the club, to change his identity and... Uh, Cruyff had like a game understanding. I will come back to Pepe, but had a game understanding what shocked uh, our nation as a Dutch guy. And yeah, just some brains just work differently. And he has, he had one of these brains. And total football was born. And uh, what I saw 
uh, with the team of uh, Pep that that was really identified that team uh, the false nine the the three diamond three with times the the flexibility and the freedom of uh, and the and the quality of individuals so not a mechanical style of play uh, and that and that what really got me in that time and I, I saw Cruyff so it made all these ideas we had as a Dutch uh, uh, it came back in that team of Pep of uh, Guardiola of, of Barca at that time so of course I was working at Porto at that moment so um, closer than from Holland but um, no yeah of course he uh, he inspired um, some coaches have like the uh, the capacity to change football and um, some teams had the capacity to change football to let us think differently and to see things differently because they were able to do it and uh, one was Saki also with the Dutch connection of course one was Pep, uh, of course, in this moment in time, Jurgen. So uh, I think they. What I like is that they, that they drill their teams, that they try, they create like, uh, coordinate, coordinated pressing, if you want to say, or an organized attack. But what they all had in common is that they never took the individual class away from the player. So it never became mechanical, and that's what I like about all three of them, and that's why they inspire me so much. Barcelona, Football Club Barcelona. For me, it's a privilege to work uh, with Barcelona. I decided to rest one year, but after that, when Barcelona called me, say, okay, it's a good idea. And the uh, most important thing, we can work with Pep Guardiola. And Pep Guardiola starts or begin like a coach, head coach. But for me, I was a big fan when Pep played uh, football. And right now, I don't know, but I feel something special. When I work with Pep, I say, oh, Pep uh, can become in, uh, a great coach because he's intelligent people. Uh, he's, uh, he has passion. He's a fan for Barcelona. It's almost impossible because Pep uh, just training one year in the third division. And you need a little bit lucky to join with a special president like Laporta or Chiki Brigistein. With Cruyff up the Cruyff, top Cruyff is the top. And, uh, you know, Cruyff, uh, for me, the lead of uh, this project is Cruyff. Because when Cruyff say, I think Pep is ready yeah. to, to yeah. take a team, the first team. It's the perfect team for Pep. Because it's very important uh, to convince the players. But when you have this kind of players, technical, uh, amazing, a genius like Messi... And I think Pep uh, was a brave uh, coach because the first, the first idea for Pep is if the Messi needs to grow up, maybe you need to change something. And something is, you know what happened, Deco and Ronnie. And Ronnie and Rooney is, a, is, a, is another genius no? and help a lot uh, Leo Messi. But sometimes you need to... Uh, to change something because I remember and this year uh, Real Madrid won the, the league and Barcelona I think is 18 18 points say 18 or uh, 19 points they lost the Clasco at home 1-0 yeah. they lost the Clasco and yeah. Bernabeu 4-1 yeah. Javi said to us in the yeah. film we made and he said it could have been 7-1 uh-huh. sin Bromear uh-huh. so. but when, when that happened you need to to change something yeah. and this is bad. 
because it's not it's not easy to to take these kind of decisions. But Domi, you know that now. Back then, you you didn't know that so well. So back then, what I want to ask you is when. Not right at this moment we're talking about you don't yet know Pep very well so when you're out to the to the campos of the third division what is he asking you to do what is he asking you to bring him well I think I have uh, in that first season yeah yeah the first season I uh, I had experience in the in the pitches for example it's not the same uh, to play in the in Barcelona in the in the beautiful mini stadium the, the mini stadium and if you play in Casa de la Selva, it's another pitch. Describe it. It's a synthetic pitch. It's a small pitches. If you compare with the mini stadium, I know every single player in the Casa, in Malleu, in the, I say, be careful, Pep, because they have uh, two uh, fast wingers or the striker is very dangerous. On Is it a league? Now, I'm comparing with Britain, but is it a league where some guys go, yes, this week Barca B is coming. I want to find one clever one guy and kick him. Maybe I don't know. It's exactly. Was it like that then? Yes. Aggressive. Aggressive. I remember we we start to play a little bit so so in the in the third division because the Pep's idea is not the same to play in the third division in the big stadiums. Uh, in the mini stadium or these kind of pitches, and you need to change a little bit. Not the style, because the style is not the system. For me, the style is not to play 4-3-3 or 4-2-2 in diamond. The style is uh, if you are a reactive uh, coach or proactive coach. Pep is a proactive coach, but you need to change a little bit when you play against Malleu, for example, or San Carlos de la Rapida, because the pitches is not the same, and you need to improve a little bit, maybe in the build-up, or you can play with the wingers in the sideline, you know, wide, but in the sideline, don't move because the spaces is here. This is Pep, but Pep is a, a clever, a clever man. Every single week, I talk with Pep about how dangerous is uh, this kind of team, away or at home. It's different. For example, in the third division, usually. It's not the same the teams when they play at home and no. uh, away. And they need to know that. They need to know that, uh, Pep and Tito. Because uh, maybe the, the idea is perfect, but it's very, very difficult to play in the small uh, side uh, when you play in the aggressive, uh, against aggressive team. It, at home, the, the small home, teams are aggressive. aggressive. It's like a cop tie. They want to knock over Exactly, Barcelona. Exactly, but, but when they play uh, with us in the uh, mini stadium, yeah. they are, oh, be careful, because in the mini stadium, uh, if you are uh, brave, maybe you can lose 5-0. So they're more conservative. More conservative. Uh, it's more... Reactive, you know, they uh, use the concert all the time, and maybe when you play against the the, the, the same team, and they're uh, yeah, pitch, they're on you, they're, they're quick, uh, they're aggressive. make high pressing all yeah. the time, yeah. make fall, make fall, make so fall. So you gave Pep knowledge. Yeah, it's about it's about how different it is uh, to play in the first division. The my knowledge uh, uh, about Pep is. Be careful because this kind of team, uh, for example, you know exactly how difficult it is uh, right now 
to to play against Osasuna yeah. in Pamplona, yeah. you know? Every single coach in the first division, now be careful, maybe they are in the 15th position in the league, but be careful when you play against Osasuna in Pamplona, in No Camp or in Bernabeu, but it's not the same because, uh, you know... It's a good comparison. It, it's the I same. Uh, I can help Pep about that, about how uh, are the important players, uh, the opening, the next opening, how important it is to play different, a little bit different in this kind of uh, pitches. And after, after two or three months, I remember in the first 10 or 12 games, we were in trouble. You think you were in trouble? Yeah, yeah, we were in trouble. We, I remember we, we, we were in the first position, five position. In fifth? In the, in, in the 12, 12 games, the first 12 games. We draw the game, the first game in, in Premier. In, against, yeah. uh, we draw the game, for example, uh, against Manresa in Manresa. But you, you lose to Manresa. You lose in Manresa, Manresa or you lose in Manresa. But it's not the same. But because both coaches, uh, Pep and Tito, are intelligent, clever, and they change a little bit uh, after 15 games. So they learned quickly about the third division. What was the process for you learning about Pep? Because oh, he, now he's not just an, an yeah. idol, he, he's your boss. At first, he's like, Domé, you can give me things. You can. Yeah. But then you begin to notice how he works, yeah. his intensity, how demanding he is. What was that process like for you as a coach to learn? Yeah, I, I learned a lot about Pep, especially in the build-up, because he's a, he's a master Pep is a master in, in the build-up. And Pep, maybe, he started in the first division, lends to me a little bit how important it is to make a good high-pressing organization when you, when you defend near to the 18-year box, uh, uh, the movements. Uh, he asked me about the movements when I was a head coach in Girona, the high-pressing, because he'll love make high-pressing. Maybe uh, that is my... So you were teaching him yeah. at this stage, which is his in, first year of coaching. Yes. You'd had 14, 15 years, and you but, liked already the high-pressing style. This is but true. But it's normal, no? Because Pep de- uh, demand all the time, and ask all the time, all the all the coaches, even, I don't know, in the restaurant, is is possible Pep asked the, the waiter, uh, what do you think about Barcelona, or what do you think about... <laughs> this is Pep, no? is uh, a genius. That is the reason why he's uh, a genius uh, uh, as well. But uh, I learned a lot about Pep, especially in the build-up, uh, how brave uh, he is when he plays, especially against the great teams, Real Madrid. He's better, Pep, uh, when we play and brave, more brave. Uh, when we play against Real Madrid, not against, I don't know, uh, Almeria or Sasuna, these kind of teams in the middle of the table. And he was a master for me, in the, especially in the build-up. And what happened and where are the spaces, no? You can play against 4 foot 2 in Diamond. And Pep uh, talk uh, all the time how important he is. And, and say to, for example, Messi, Iniesta, oh, look, the spaces against this team uh, will be here. Not, uh, for example, uh, against Real Madrid. Maybe you can play wide and uh, wingers in the sideline. But against uh, Atletico de Madrid, for example, is uh, very important. Messi go inside, uh, Dani Alves uh, wide. And for that, uh, Pep is a master. And I learn a lot about that, especially in the build-up. 
what happens when you make the build-up three in the back and uh, the full-backs uh, white and high. Or maybe you can play with uh, three defenders, but the full-back with the two centre-backs and another. Every single, every single game is different. Maybe the, the people don't know that. But uh, during the, the week, Pep prepare uh, for the next opening a little bit different, even in the, in the Man City, and especially, especially in Bayern Munich. I remember in Bayern Munich, we play sometimes 4-4-2 with Diamond, 4-3-3, 3 The reason why, because Pep say, no, the next opponent play in that way, but we can improve if we play in that way. That's mean, when I say the style is not the system, it's not the system. The style is the, the style is concept. concept. The style is, I want to play one, two touches. That is one style. I want to make build up. And I want to make high pressing when I don't have the ball. And we have to react quickly when we lose the ball. We have to be able to, to recover the ball. That is the, the style. Thank you for listening to The Big Interview. It's produced by me, which sounds egotistical, but it's also true, Graham Hunter, and Backpage. Our music is by Beer Jacket, who else? Editing by Charlie McGarry. Thank you to our hosts at Acast and our loyal sponsors at Bet365. We're also supported by our socios. Find out how to become a socio, how to support us at patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. Here endeth the lesson. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.